An estimated 400 kilometres of road have been significantly damaged in Cyclone Gabrielle, posing massive problems for the freight industry. About 93% of the country's goods are transported by road, but right now a significant number of routes are blighted with slips, single lanes, restricted operating hours and detours. And some of those detours add hours and expense to essential routes. The government's already announced $250 million in extra funding for emergency repairs. Transporting New Zealand, Ia Ara Aotearoa boss Nick Leggett joins us now. Kia ora, Nick. What are your members telling you about the state of the roads right now? Well, they the, the trucking industry were not wrapped about the state of the roads prior to the cyclone, but I can tell you it's it's a, a lot worse now. But at least uh, I think there's common agreement about what needs to be done in terms of getting those vital freight routes open between our major provinces uh, and also really up-speaking the infrastructure, the design, the quality, uh, where perhaps some routes are uh, reconstructed um, to maximise both people flow but also the the movement of freight efficiently around the country to, to power the economy. So, Nick, are you expecting more than just a patch-up or restoration? You're expected to build back better. Yes, I I think that's what the Prime Minister has indicated. And it's certainly uh, something that the industry has been calling on for some time. We know that with these big uh, roads of national significance, uh, Waikato to Auckland, the expressway, the the roads in Wellington, including Transmission Gully, they are more resilient to weather they're safer, they're better designed, better engineered. Most of the time they've got better materials uh, and, and are better constructed uh, and they they save lives uh, from from those perspectives. They also lower emissions, Lisa, because they're, they're easier to drive. They're also so, expensive, right, in terms of initial mm. layout. So $250 million kicked into this emergency repairs fund. That's got to be a drop in the bucket, doesn't it? I'd say so. I mean, given the fact that Waka Kutai had an extra $400 million for roading maintenance, catching up on probably more than a decade of underinvestment, that they probably were going to struggle to spend anyway. We, we actually need people power uh, to come forward as, as labour uh, to, to actually rebuild, to, to, main, to, 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 to rebuild these routes and look at, at larger construction. I think we need to build a pipeline of working people over the next decade or so because it's not just something you can turn on and turn off. The country has to power up in terms of its infrastructure and I think we've got in front of us a great opportunity to do that. And I'm really, I'm quite, uh, I suppose, I've got some inspiration from the Prime Minister's words around the fact that he said, yes, it is going to cost more money and we'll just have to find it. So what are the priority roads in your mind? Because not everything can be done at the same time. So what's your go-to list? Let's say top three things they need to address immediately. Well, I think some kind of sustainable link from the Hawke's Bay to Tairawhiti. We've got big productive areas of the country. Northland, of course, is really, um, for a long time, has been uh, really suffering because of poor roading infrastructure. But Auckland as well, and it's 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 not. So you're talking about State Highway One there through the Brindewins at the moment yes, is out, that's isn't right. it? Yeah, that's right, exactly. Um, but there are things like the east-west freight link in Auckland. Um, we've also got to look at our policy, congestion charging. It's 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 looking at the whole suite of things that are available to uh, a government. And you know, 
Lisa, the other thing I'd really like to say is, well, we've got to depoliticise this. I think what this weather, this extreme weather and the, the, the results of that weather show us is that we can't get into these silly road versus cycling debates any longer. We've got to build quality infrastructure that lowers our emissions, is safer and is less prone to be knocked out. We, we, we do things on a small scale in this country. We've done that for too long. We haven't had the right specifications. It's now time to actually really stand up collectively, I think, and say we've got to find a new way forward. Should Auckland and East um, West Freight Link be a high priority when you've got people in Tapuia um, Springs who are cut off in a state highway around the coast? That's impassable. Well, I'm talking more there about the medium to long term. We do, you know, of course, on the short term, it's getting those communities that are cut off. It's whānau around the East Cape that are isolated and the Hawke's Bay that are islands, I think, as you described them earlier. Mm. Of course, those are the priorities. And that, of course, is the productive heartland of the country as well. So, so getting those industries standing back up will then allow um, you know, the, the, the roading and, and we- the transport to function. When you say short-term, Nick, I mean, what in, in your head is short-term? Because some of these roads will take years oh, to fix. Yeah, I, I think, to me, the short-term is the next year or two. Um, because that's got to be the horizon that we're considering. Because nothing is instantaneous. As I said, we don't have the expertise and the labour, I suspect, in the country to do all this work at once. So it is going to have to be prioritised. And that is... Migrant workers? Yes, if that's required, absolutely. The government have already. Do you think it is there. required, Nick? From what you're saying, yes, I and do. Seeing? I do, but I don't. I don't think. I think we've also got to focus on training New Zealanders, as the government has signalled. It's. It's. If we're thinking about migrant workers to become residents of New Zealand to fill a long-term labour shortage and a and to build an infrastructure pipeline. Absolutely, but we've got to take a long-term view, Lisa, with the design and the build and the people required. Appreciate your time, Nick. That's Nick Leggett from Transporting New Zealand.